What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode three of Detroit Dart Talk. In the studio today, we have your lovely hosts, Tim Wool, Connor McGaffey, and myself, Eric Shelleman. We're sending a search party out for Tom because he's MIA for the second week in a row. We'll let you know how that turns out. Thank you, Tom. Nah, it's okay. He has reasons. So let's uh, let's get to the what we have worked on part of our podcast in our part of our rigorous structure of discussion topics. So uh, we've we've all been a little bit busy lately. I know I have one pseudo major thing that I'm that I want to talk about, but let's go with this guy Tim right here. Well, um, honestly, with with life and and school getting back in swing. And uh, getting ready for our most recent uh, Club Z13 Zombie Night, um, I haven't done a whole lot of, of anything for personal projects. Personal project would definitely be Z13, though. Yeah, it, it's a labor of love. Um, I, I mean, it's not, you haven't done nothing. I know you've written scripts and... <laughs> I, I've, I've been developing game types and, you know, helping people out at the mod party and, you know, bringing, gathering materials and, and figuring out how I'm going to help people do different things and so uh but yeah we have a new game type each night or each uh each uh each event each right? event mm-hmm. that we have um the most recent one was a uh a simulation on the hunger games so we'll, we ta- had, we'll talk about that in a minute yeah. right yeah so but you had to build the the rules and the story behind that so that's a project i'd say yeah uh, yeah definitely um, I'll talk about the one thing that, uh, that I want to talk about. We had, we kind of made a joke about, about, um, our logo. So the logo for the SDNC, which is the Suburban Detroit Nerf Club, is called, uh, or it, it, it's a maverick with the Detroit skyline on top of it. And we made the joke like, oh, what if that was real? Wouldn't that be cool? Well, I was like, ah, that'll take like, what, 15 minutes? Eh, I could do that. Oh, no. It didn't take 15 minutes, but I did it. <laughs> so I made a, I just uh, designed in uh, Fusion 360 a three-dimensional N-strike attachment that is uh, the skyline of Detroit. And you can slide it on the top of your blaster. Uh, and it's in two pieces, so you can print out the actual N-strike connection, and then you can print out the skyline and then little pins to connect them together, because oh. otherwise it's too detailed. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, I can't wait to see. That's it. a good idea. I like that. Yeah. So the idea is to then take uh, take Mavericks. Um, I'm gonna just release this file. I'll probably put it as part of the Blaster Shop, blstrshop.com, uh, and <laughs> and uh, shameless plug here. Shameless plug. And um, you can basically make your own SDNC blaster. It's gonna have the the wording as another piece on it, and uh, you print it out. Paint your blaster new black, and... <laughs> so it's good for Z13 only, Yeah, it's an indoor war. Well, it's more of a display piece. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you could use it. There's nothing to stop you from using it, but uh, I oh, wouldn't. I can't wait. Because it's a maverick. But yeah, it's uh, you can print your own and, and make your own SDNC logo. Um, if you were so inclined to make a memento uh, representing Detroit. So that's coming out. I'm just going to put that on Thingiverse. So Connor, you been doing anything? Uh, just kind of, last week was really busy. Uh, had a lot of groups uh, helping friends with their businesses and stuff, and uh, kind of just getting this podcast room ready. It may not look like a lot's been going on, but 
Uh, I'll do an early shout out to someone. Uh, we at our last Z13 event, we had a guy named Brett who was very helpful. He has a whole bachelor's in audio stuff. Wizardry. <laughs> yeah. Wizardry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he basically, I'm glad he talked to me because uh, he gave me a lot of good advice. I was about to buy a bunch of cardioid microphones and looks like I need to get some dynamic microphones. So I got those ordered. They'll be coming in tomorrow. I'm really excited about that. And then by the time in the next couple days, I'll go to, um, I forget the name of the place, but they sell the phone squares and stuff like that. So Best Buy? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Oh, phone do they? Warehouse? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's like something like that. Over on M59? We have a phone I warehouse? I think so. Yeah, Phone Factory. Phone That's factory. it, Phone Factory. Because uh, they were talking about that in a lot of YouTube videos, and then I Googled it, and I was like, oh, there's one like yeah. 30 minutes away. They do custom phone cutting, too. I've been very tempted. CNC Hotwire? I've been very tempted something? to go get a custom phone cut insert oh. from MDL. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. That'd be cool. I, I think it's pricey. I'm sure Is you it? pay for the one-off stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, you pay for anything, you know, but yeah. that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe a future thing, but... Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully this will be the last episode where we're just using my Zoom H6. Although I don't think it sounds bad, but I think you might see a little jump in audio quality, hopefully in the next podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal, the target. That is the goal. But yeah, that's basically what I've been working on. Oh, so you made something else. You made a YouTube video. Oh, yeah. I do a weekly video. So if you want to check that's that out. That's a lot out, of work. So uh, yeah, don't, yeah. Dis don't discredit that. Uh, so I do uh, weekly YouTube videos on the Detroit Dart Club YouTube page. You just go to Detroit Dart Club and it'll pop up. So in this last video, we had uh, highlights from the last Z13 and uh, my brother-in-law has a drone business. They do drone shows, and he also does has another drone business where he films stuff for huge clients and st things like that. But yeah, that video just has a few highlights of that, and Z13 is like the last four minutes of that if you guys want to check that out. But yeah, it's just Detroit Dark Club is the YouTube channel, and sometimes we were in that too. Yeah, talking about the podcast stuff, but and uh, in terms of. The events we've attended recently, let's talk about the Z13 event because uh, it was another good one. Uh, the highest attended one ever. Yeah, I counted... 25, 20, I think, right? I counted 27 looking at pictures based that. on who I knew was there and who was in the picture. I counted 27. We should have a group picture. Yeah, yeah. we should have. I know Shoot. the highest number I had to deal with figuring out ratios for humans versus zombies was 25. Yeah. Dang, should have a group picture. Yeah, yeah it next, was... Next time, we'll have to remember that. The next one will be a good one. It's a... Uh, Halloween theme. Yeah, next one will be good as Halloween. This one, was, it, it, we were a little bit slower paced, so I think we need to work on keeping up. Uh, Put the tempo up. Keep the tempo up. Put a metronome more, in the background. Yep. Get more uh, Get more games in. Yeah, we can get the, get the group of heads up on that too. Like, hey. Yep. This is all yep. practice and getting it right. Hop to it next time, yeah. So, but that overall, really fun event, as always. Yeah. Um, we had a, as people sort of trickled out at the end of the event, um, we, we did our, our, our old standby, the PVPVZ. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it, but that's what I call it. Zombie team deathmatch. Zombie, zombie team deathmatch. Zombie deathmatch. Death yeah. Zombie team deathmatch was super fun. Yeah. And, uh, Connor straight up dumped on me yeah. to get me out when he was a zombie. <laughs> I think it was, uh, I think it was a little bit of payback because, you know, <laughs> You were like you were you're trying to trying to be all cool with the uh, with the Hades over in the the corner. The, you were on the side, 
And I was like, I see what he's doing over there. Yeah, this Hades really stood no chance against yeah the no FDLs you that were up no there. you almost got you you almost got me out easily really okay yeah it was like zo- it zoomed right by my head a couple oh of- I know what you're talking about we're in between the bins we yeah. trying to see each other and uh, and I, I was like I, I see what he's doing there and then I just like went down and found the tiniest opening I could yeah you got me you got, got him <laughs> the DL could be pretty darn accurate yeah that was fun though there were times where it was like how. Are the zombies? It felt like there was like no way to win, but eventually, eventually it the zombies always win. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Pete Fuzzy Pete uh, was using his nemesis, his modded nemesis, and the hop up was so strong he was able to make balls curve up under my shield. No oh, cheese. <laughs> he would just like he would just aim at my feet, and they would either hit my feet or like curve up. <laughs> you know enough to to get under there. It was extremely effective. Yeah, he's got some mad modding skills. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. All the games were fun. I, I actually mo- I wanted to talk about a, an experience that I had. Um, I got to be the moderator for one game. Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. Dude. Oh, no, thank you. I usually you. end up moderating <laughs> the, uh, the Trouble in Terrorist Town variant that we do. So I usually don't get to play. It's just a... So a being the moderator was the best because I basically just ran around and instigated. <laughs> and there was... Um, People were, were talking, and I could just walk around as the moderator and observe all these people being suspicious without being, you know, considered suspicious myself. So I'm walking around, and these people are having little standoffs. And my favorite moment were um, two or three guys were standing, talking, like they were negotiating if they were going to trust each other. And uh, a, a guy named Matt, he comes strolling up all smooth and quiet, and he's like, hey, what's up, guys? And just hands them cards. And cards are how you get infected if you're a zombie. So, all right. So, to elaborate for our listeners, we for our zombie game, we run a Trouble in Terrorist Town variant where instead of terrorist, you're an infected. You're not a zombie yet, but you're infected. And you have the ability to infect others. So, the terrorists can make other people terrorists as well. So, in addition to possibly killing off the entire group of people, you could turn them all into terrorists as well. Mm-hmm. It works really well because they can still shoot other teammates to to make people think they're, you know, guilty, innocent, whatever they want to do. They can play the game normally, but if they want to grow their ranks, they have that that secret ability to uh, to hand out a card and uh, infect, basically turn them. You know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that that mechanic was being used because the first couple of times we did it, I don't think anybody really took advantage of the mechanic. No, it definitely definitely got used, and it was funny walking around. Um, and I and I definitely sort of. Uh, because there were some people who were doing a little standoff. They were basically just sitting in a corner trying to survive and not having any fun. It looked like that they were not doing anything except standing there. So I went over there and... Um, have you ever heard of trust bus rules? Have you guys ever heard of trust bus? I, I, trust bus? No. Yes. Okay. Well, here. Let me let me explain it then. Um, the trust, trust bus is usually you go into a room, a bus, something like this, and you all put your you put your weapons down and you take your cards face down where you can't see them so and then you mix them up shuffle them all together so it's only three people and when you shuffle them all together so now you don't know which card is which and you flip the cards over and you then reveal them to the three people that are in the trust bus you don't know who they belong to but then you know how many traitors and how many um, innocents there are in that room and so these they weren't these guys they weren't necessarily trusting each other they were just trying to hold out as long as possible. And I kind of 
I kind of made it too easy for them at that point because they all turned out to be innocent. I was really hoping that one of them was going to be a traitor because I didn't remember when I was moderating. I was like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I had a hard time too just because we had so many players. Yeah. So, so here's my question for that mechanic because when they were describing this to me because it was the first time I had heard of it, how do you then get your card back without the other players knowing which card was yours then? Or do so you, have, you don't. Okay, so you have to have a moderator too. Yeah, I mean, you should have a moderator or just if you get shot and someone comes up to ask you, you just tell them. Instead of showing them your card, you just tell them what you were. You can keep your infection cards if you were, uh, you know, if you were actually a zombie at that That's point. True. Yeah. But yeah, you just have to tell them if you were innocent or not. The idea is you leave the, you leave the cards in the bus. Mm. But they all ended up shacking up in the bus. <laughs> what we used as the bus. But it was really fun. And it was funny to watch them all, like, try and walk towards each other and, like, not trusting each other yet. But it was a gamble. It didn't necessarily pay off for making it interesting, but it was more fun for them. That's fun. I'll have to use that yeah. mechanic the next time I'm... If moderate. people are getting a little too, like, uh, you know, hold up together. Mm -hmm. So it's just a fun thing we threw in there. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, That's cool. So you guys ready yeah. for today's topic? The focus of episode three is thrifting. We want to talk about, uh, we, we made an effort to go on a thrifting adventure uh, before doing this podcast um, separately. We, we went individually over the last course of a uh, week or two, uh, making sure that we all went out and just got the full on experience uh, and kind of came back with some tips and some tricks and uh a little bit. I ha I actually have a bag of blasters that I that I got while thrifting. So we're gonna pull out a couple of them and just talk about them and see what tips can be applied to all of these. But um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you had a, a, a profitable adventure. <laughs> oh man, mine was an experience, but I didn't I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't have a profitable experience. So um, I I hit up. So we tried to steer clear of shops that we knew that the other uh, hosts were going to. So um, there's there's one in the area that it has a very good reputation for um, having Nerf Blasters. So we let uh, the, the, the party member that lives the furthest away <laughs> have that stomping grounds yeah. so that he could get some, uh, some good stuff. Make it worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I hit up a Salvation Army here in actual Detroit proper. That was a complete fail. Not 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 a whiff of foam. And uh, uh, just a whiff of, of mothball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they more than a whiff. I went. I actually went to a good one, but Salvation Army in general has been pretty bad for me in the past. Yeah, me too. Yeah. How about you, Connor? Did you go to Salvation Army? I went. No, I went to two Goodwills. Um, a value world. Oh, okay. Uh, where else? I went to some random thrift shops in uh, Fenton. Mm. Okay, well you can wait your turn to tell us all about it. I just was checking for the Salvation Army. No. <laughs> I did not go to Salvation I, uh, Army. I also, Thank you very much. <laughs> I also hit up a really big Salvation Army um, up uh, a little bit further north uh, on M59. Um, which I have had a little bit of success in the past there. Um, they had a broken Uzinator and some little black, like six round revolving, um, you sent it. So we sent pictures to each other of what we found. I, I ended up seeing it cause I thought that looked really cool. 
And I was like, oh man, you should have bought that because it, it looks super neat as like a like a Fallout inspired blaster or something like that. Uh, I don't remember how much it was. Do you remember? Uh, I think it was five or six bucks. Ooh, no way. Never yeah. mind then. Yeah. Um, it, it, but it was part of one of those. So if you've ever been to like a, like a TJ Maxx, for example, um, yeah. they have these like these uh, or like sharper image type novelty toys. And that was part of like a floating target set. Oh, okay. Uh, it was part of this, uh, this, uh, the, where, you know, this is, everybody's doing this now. You see them, you know, from China, from Nerf even, I think, makes one where it's a little pocket of air and it floats the ball up that you're supposed yeah. to shoot out. That, yeah, Nerf that, has one. That blaster was part of a, a, a knockoff series like that. <laughs> you researched my failed. Well, I was like, that thing looks <laughs> really cool. Finds. Yeah, because I, I thought it looked neat. I was like, maybe it's actually something that's not complete junk, but it so, was. <laughs> so those are the only two things that at the, the good Salvation Army. So I passed on those. Um, I hit up a couple of private resale shops. Those were complete fails. And then uh, just yesterday, I hit up a... Um, it, I, I don't know if you really classify it as a, a resale shop. You know, you know, it, it's, uh, it's nothing but toys. You know, it's, it's a vintage toy shop, but it's, it's clearly thrifted and um, uh, you know, resale and you know, buying in bulk. And, and, and the lady goes and, and just gets whatever she can get her hands on. Um, yeah, and there are definitely some gems in there. There are, there are some new in, in package action figures from, oh, you know, cool. decent, uh, toy lines, Star Trek, The Next Generation, uh, Marvel, DC, Spawn. So there are some decent collectibles in there for the right collector. And I knew that she had some Nerf stuff in there last time. I just hadn't had a chance to make it over there earlier in my adventure. Um, so I walk in and I go to where I know that the Nerf stuff was the last time I had been in there. And I am greeted by, immediately staring right at me, is a Vulcan that I, I can see right away is missing the chain, it's missing the ammo box, it's missing the tripod, but it does have a $100 price sticker on it. I was just about to ask him, how excited were you when you saw the Vulcan? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pass yeah. it to begin with, but I knew yeah. that I was in the right area for Nerf because I saw the Vulcan, and then I saw the $100 price tag. I was like, $99.99. you got to be sir. kidding me. And then I started looking at the other stuff, and there's a $30 strong arm, mm -hmm. and there's a $15, I don't know the name of it, but it's... It was the, a Night Finder. I don't remember. There was, so there was a Night Finder, but there was also oh. that little green single-shot uh, dart tag one that has the, the circle with the four additional darts underneath no which, idea what you're talking yeah. about um and there remember. there was uh some sort of busby um something that was new in box and that one was 15 dollars and and so you know i i, I passed on all this i looked through it i took some pictures and i passed on all that i, I went to go check out what she had in the transformer bins for my sons um <laughs> for your she, sons no <laughs> legitimately for my sons <laughs> um and, uh, <laughs> you know, she goes, well, you know, did you see anything you're interested in? I was like, well, yeah. And I, I had that angel and demon moment where I was like, do I say something? Do I not? And I was like, I can't in good conscience not. And I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, you're, you're kind of overpriced. And she's like, well, you know, just to remind you, everything in the store is marked half off. And then the light bulb you know, it went off, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she uses that mechanic or that uh, tactic, that gimmick, where she marks everything up and then only actually tries to sell it for half of what she has it marked for." 
And I was like, well, I mean, even then, I mean, I picked up the strong arm to use as an example, and I was like, you know, this strong arm, you have it marked for $29.99, so you're actually trying to get $15 for it. I can walk into a store right now and, and get this for 12 and then it's brand new and it comes with the darts. And she was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I, I don't really know how much this stuff should go for, so I usually just Google it and I find what it's sold for in stores. That's and when then... the truth came out. So, I, you know, I, 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 I tried to, like, you know, eBay might be a better solution for, you know, getting accurate prices for what this stuff might go for. And I was like, you know, I, I, I was trying not to hurt her feelings because she's a little, you know, she's an interesting character to begin with. <laughs> But uh, I, I, did, I felt bad. Um, I, was, I was trying not to, uh, so to you, hurt her feelings. You brought up um, a really good tip. Um, everybody has a smartphone. So let's just drop these tips in here where they make sense. Okay. Everyone has a smartphone. Uh, these, not everyone, sure, but someone might have a smartphone. If you see something in a store, in a thrift store, and you're just like, wow, I love this. Um, the first tip, and again, you guys might have heard all these or might already know this. You're like, of course. Well... You know, maybe you haven't, maybe you'll learn something, but take out your phone, go to ebay.com, type in what you're looking for, and then sort your results by sold. So there's a tab that you can, on the mobile app, it's a checkbox, I think you select sold, and it'll put all the prices that things actually moved for, that people were willing to pay for them in green, and it'll sort them by the time that they were sold. So then you can see like, I really want this thing, but could I have, could I, or how, how's the pricing? Like go online and see. So I would only do that if it's something you like are on the fence about, or if it's already something that's, you know, more than like 10 bucks or whatever, 20 bucks, something. Um, but you can, you can just, you know, stop yourself, take a moment and think, is it really worth it? How much do I want this? Check the eBay prices and go from there. And don't forget about shipping on eBay either. Shipping on eBay always adds, you know, 10, 15, 20 bucks for Nerf guns. They, people price their shipping for Nerf guns kind of crazy sometimes. But yeah, so that's that's the eBay, the eBay yeah, yeah. price check. Yeah, absolutely. So, I uh, I tried to let her down easy. I was like, well, you know, I kind of go for the vintage blasters, and and this stuff is a you know a little bit newer, and mm -hmm. and then I got out of Dodge quick. So, but uh, yeah, my my adventure ended empty-handed, which is not uncommon. Yeah, not not uncommon at all. So, Connor, why don't you... Uh... Yeah, my goal was to bring in something kind of, like, entertaining, because I have not as much nerf knowledge as you guys, and I thought it'd be kind of funny if... I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting what I'd bring in, basically. Yeah. So I went to a lot of places. I went to a few Goodwills, um, went to a few Value Worlds, and some random thrift stores that just showed up on Google Maps. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. In, in other areas of the country, from what I understand, Goodwill is, is some of the best thrift shopping for Nerf. Really? Not the ones that I went to, unfortunately. Yeah. I, there were some water guns, but that was like... Yeah, so I've, I found water blasters at um, Goodwill before, and I, I found a, an overabundance of water blasters complete with water. With um, water? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I, actually, I actually picked up a... a and I didn't, because I didn't know it was, I'm not a super soaker, you know, expert by any means. Um, and I, I picked one up and I was like, how does this thing work? And so my reference for super soakers, um, dating myself a little bit, was that you pump the super soaker up and you pull the trigger to fire the super soaker. Right. And most of them don't work that way anymore. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
So I'm like looking at this thing. I'm like pumping it up and I start spraying water all over the clothes because oh. it was like kids clothes on a rack. And then the, all the blasters on this one, I was at the, they were on top on like a, like so yep. the kids couldn't be like, you know, picking them up, picking up stuff and playing with it. So I picked up the super soaker. I started spraying the clothes with water. I was like, whoop, and I put it back and quickly walked away. Nice. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, I really, I honestly didn't know that. And I've, I've learned that since. You don't get a trigger on blasters anymore if they have to be pressurized with air. So learn something new every day. <laughs> There is a new water gun that's coming out. Uh, it's a startup. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the they advertise the perfect that, water you, gun. You uh, hook it up to the hose, right? No, no. Oh, it's literally like those are old. it's literally you just yeah. dunk it in water. You don't do anything. It just fills itself up. I don't know how. Oh. And um, when you shoot, it shoots like rounds like of water and like pretty accurate. And it looks like it's some good distance behind it. Oh. Wow. I gotta look that up. You can probably just Google like. I'll have to check it out. Perfect water gun. <laughs> oh, and this is where know. everyone's yelling, it's the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm sure. No, the one I saw, it was a Kickstarter. I, I'd have to search for the name, but it was a Kickstarter. It was supposed to be like the, the water blaster for dads, mm-hmm. and you plug it into the hose, but then it, it acts as like a, what we would, you know, do to Nerf blasters, but for, it, it was basically the caliber of Nerf blasters. Dude, this, uh, that blasters. actually does sound pretty cool. But there was a there was a thing there was a I don't know if it was Nerf or if it was off brand but there used to be a system where um, it, it was basically what what you'd have called a hydraulic accumulator it it, it you, pl- you you hooked up a connector to your hose to your hose and it had a, a O ring seal in it and your blasters had a port that fit into this attachment with another O ring seal you stuck this thing onto your hose and it would pump water into a pressure into a chamber against some sort of like bladder system. Okay. And you would not need to pump because the pressure in there was filling up the chamber. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> all right. They can hear this. Actually, I'm going to unmute this. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're watching an ad for the Super Soaker. It's called the Spyro One. Oh, that's kind of neat. Spyro One. Yeah. So... This has got a guy riding on the top of a jeep, uh, doing a drive-by with a water. So he's special blaster. forces to begin with. Yeah. So it, it it when it fires, it fires like a burst. So it's kind of neat. I don't know, but to fill it up, you literally just dunk it in the water. It fills itself. Pretty neat. Interesting thing. But yeah, my like I said, I failed at finding any real Nerf blasters. I did find a lovely green you, cabinet. You for do time have hours. a thrifted blaster. Here oh, you can talk thank about you for the for reminder. A so, my buddy Matt, also in the Suburban Detroit Nerf Club, and comes to our Z13 events, found me... What was the name of this thing? I don't even know. Uh, the Beret XL. commented on uh, So, YouTube. let me just demonstrate yeah, something for you guys, because this blaster, it's, it's almost like what you would imagine the next step of a Mega Blaster would be. You know when you fire certain Mega Blasters, they have this, like, thunk, ka-chunk, kunk-kunk, boom, when they, when they go. And uh, this thing's got this... You crank this system up, and it turns a, a little knob that I don't think it indicates anything, but when you fire it, it actually has this giant spring in here that just goes, <laughs> and it makes you move. It, it, it's got enough force to, to punch your shoulder back, and uh, yeah, it's, it, shot, it shoots uh, rockets. What are these rockets from, Connor? 
Oh, those are from um, Ultimator. The yeah, Ultimator. The Ultimator. Yeah. Yeah. So Ultimator it fires rockets. Ultimator rockets for for the listeners at home to give you guys some reference. So this is so it's called so Beret commented so I shouted Matt out in my last uh, YouTube video at the end and Beret said that's the double XL monster bazooka that's a rare a rather rare piece these days yeah so there you go yeah, these uh, these rockets could use some TLC kind of yeah I ain't got time for that <laughs> yeah but this thing is pretty neat we've we've even joked about maybe including it as some sort of like. Uh, rocket launching capability in future games and it definitely sounds thrifted you know it's thrifted because there's random yeah. bits dangling bouncing around inside yeah there, there's some hardcore love that needs to be put into this video yeah but it's a pretty cool thing yeah we'll have some fun with this but yeah so that was a, a good thrift find it's got a price on it too if you look on the other side right there oh, white yeah white marker $4.84 $4.84 you know that's that's the kind of thing you hope to find while thrifting I think you got it half off too Two dollars and forty-two cents. Yeah, there you go. Can't beat that. Toy Quest, a division of Manly. Toy Quest, a division of Manly. You say M A N L E Y. Well, it certainly feels manly when you fire it. So, um, and we'll go on to. Uh, we just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's keep going. The thrifting adventure continues, and I will say I went to a few, but I'm just going to bring it down to the one, uh, the only. Uh, thrift store that actually made a difference called Community. It's local up here. Um, people know people know about this spot in the area, and it is very um, very popular because we I think they they source their blasters from other stores or perhaps get them donated there, and they make an effort of combining them all into a couple bins, um, you know, in the toy area. So when we were there, I can't I I, I would not. Be, I spent, let's see, I spent, let me just say this, I spent $30 on thrifted Nerf Blasters while I was there, which is quite a bit, considering, yeah, give you this considering they were all about 5 or $6, some were $2, some were $1, some were $0.99. Cents. So starting at the low end of the spectrum, I got, oh. I got a dart tag blaster, that I just think is the coolest thing. And one of my favorite parts about thrifting is finding these old vintage blasters that you just don't remember or know, even know that they exist. I had no idea this thing existed. So when you when you prime this little guy, he's a it's a pocket-sized blaster. Um, kind of looks like a reflex. Yeah, so they, they use the same mechanic for the reflex later. I don't know what this dart tag one is called, but it's got this funny little system where you pull out, a, you can extend the grip. What? It's got this little. No way! It's got this little grip extension. Oh, that's awesome! Dart Tech cool. had some of the coolest. It, it's such a neat gimmick. Games. And when you prime it, it's got this just adorable little round priming cover, priming bar cover. Yeah. And it's got a little green trigger and an orange body, and it just, just poops. And then you. The uh, reflex has that uh, little cover as well. Yeah, it's it's just such a neat little blaster. Ninety nine cents. That's... Um, absolutely worth it, you know. And. The other thing, another thing they had there that was kind of interesting is um, they had two bar, they had two, not one, but two barricades. So you know the barricade. I don't have batteries. I'm not gonna rev the flywheels, but if nothing else, um, you know I would. They all worked. They all had batteries in them. They weren't corroded either. But I couldn't check that they were corroded because, and here's another tip for you: bring a screwdriver. Um, bring yourself a standard Phillips head screwdriver with you in your pocket. 
because you can open up the battery trays and see if it's completely a lost cause or if it's in good shape. I didn't have one, I took a gamble, um, but I should've. I should've had one, I should've checked the condition of this because there were two and I could've picked the one that was better. And I, I did pick one that was possibly better, but I don't know that for certain. Um, and that leads into the second one. This one happened to have batteries, but another tip, pack yourself a couple AA batteries. Four AA batteries is pretty standard to test most Nerf blasters to see if they actually work. So if you carry four AA batteries in your pocket and a screwdriver, you can save yourself you know, some hassle. Maybe you don't care, maybe you can fix it if it's broken, but you can save yourself a lot of headache uh, by just sticking four AA batteries in there, closing it back up, and trying the blasters out. Um, I've run across plenty of battery-powered blasters that would've, you know, that well, I, I did buy one that I thought worked and it was broken. Um, it was a little bit of a waste of money, but you know, if I had had a screwdriver and batteries, I could have checked and left it in the bin. Um, you know, so I wouldn't recommend carrying C batteries or D batteries because then you know security is going to come up and say, "Hey, what you got in your pocket there, fella? <laughs> what you got? What you got there?" And they're going to take you into their little back room, and you know, you're not going to get your Nerf blasters. And nobody wants that. So, double A batteries. If it takes C or D batteries, eh, lipo it. Going back to your little, uh, little pocket shot here, did you happen to notice that underneath a slide, it has the same detailing as a recon? I did not. That's that's really cool. This is a really cool little blaster. I think so, neat. Yeah, you know, I little like 99 it. cent yeah, gimmick. Like it. How much would you sell it to Tim for? <laughs> well, if it was Tim, I'd say Tim would have paid up to about 350 for that blaster. And then double it for the price tag. That's true, $7, right? So another super special find there, and this one didn't require anything, um, but anything special about it. But if you see a blaster that you just wouldn't ever buy for yourself, but then you see it in the thrift store, you know, you're not going to pass it up. And in this case, it was a can a rip. Get <laughs> reaped. Can you tell? <laughs> get reaped, son. I know a lot of people hate this blaster, but the question is, have you ever used it? Because if you haven't used it, it's just so much fun. You can make, that thing shoots really, really hard. And you can, you can do these little like half, half cocks on it where you get the wheels revving, but the actual um, pusher mechanism doesn't push the wheels. And that thing can shoot pretty well. It's too bad Tom isn't here. Yeah, Tom Tom loves this blaster. He actually It's his favorite blaster. He and it, said he with picked his it up words. as a as a We're lark. not even making that up. Like that's <laughs> yeah. real. He, he if picked, only he could, you know. He picked it up as a lark and he was gonna use it. He used he did use it in an Awfuls match. And we ended up having to ban it from Awfuls. It was way too good. He wrecked that he Awfuls did. match with with a Rev Reaper. Yeah. It was way too good. Yeah. It's awesome, though. It's a wonderful blaster if you like weird things. You know, again, the gimmick is strong with this one. Uh, yeah, so... And I go guess if, for, if a kid wants a flywheel blaster, but the parents don't want to have to replace batteries... This is almost like the perfect thing for here because you get something kind of neat. It's got a really easy-to-use jam door and no batteries. Still clip system. What, yeah, clip yeah. system. I forgot about the clip system. That's true. It's always... Not only they jam, but a kid will be like, where's where's the clip? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's out there somewhere. <laughs> you gotta find <laughs> we'll it. We'll find it at the end of the party. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this leads me into another point. is uh, when, you're doing, when you're doing the thrifting, go, don't just look in the toy area. Okay? Look around in other areas. 
because you might be surprised what you would find. Um, when you're walking around, you can find, uh, you know, shelves with clothes, and then you might find uh, a rough cut stuck on top of it. Now, that's that happened to me at this trip. There was a rough cut, like, stuck in the, the clothing aisle on the top of some shelves. And I was so excited. I was like, rough cut, nice. And then I tried it, and it was super broken. So I didn't buy it. But don't forget to check those other shelves, because you never know where kids pick things up and leave them. I remember the first time I went to community, there was a barricade as well. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really want a barricade, because I didn't have one. And a kid picked it up, and I was like, all right, well, you know, you can have fun with it. Barricade was gone. Kid didn't have it in the basket later. It was mixed in among somewhere, and I guess I didn't care enough to go wandering around to find it. But that kind of thing happens all the time. Rough cut, probably the person who picked it up and put it there probably was walking through to decided to check it before they cashed out. Yeah. Oh, it's broken. And then dumped it. Chucked it, it up on yeah. the shelf. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we get to other blasters. This one is a Scout IX-3. This is a tech target Scout I found out. It's got that pearlescent green red, um, you know, cast body, which is super cool. I love this thing. But uh, this one had a sticker on it that had a color, and it had a different color than the other ones. Uh, what I realized from reading the signs is that certain colors uh, were 50% off on Saturdays, and I was there on a Saturday, so I picked it up on a Saturday for half off. I think it was $2.50, or maybe it was $3, actually. It was $3, because it was $6 originally, which was stupid, but it was worth $3 to me. I love this little blaster. So check for, check for little pieces of paper all along the edges. A lot of these thrift stores are not professional, super professional organizations, even if they might think they are, or like even Salvation Army. You'll find a, a hand type, or not hand type, but a, uh, something made in a Word document that tells you the deal of the day taped in the corner of the store somewhere. So keep an eye out for those type of items. And um, sort of a, a last tip, last thing, I, last thing I actually thought was worth purchasing because I didn't know any better, was I got a Buzzbee ultimate rapid blast yeah um i thought this thing looked super cool it looks like a barricade and if i had brought both the batteries that i had talked about and then the last tip is grab a couple of darts you might find them in the, it's not the last tip i'm sorry not the last tip um you might find this in the bin and say like wow that looks really neat and then you get it home and you realize it doesn't fire nerf darts because you know i've never owned a busby product before Maybe. Some some parts of that system are actually pretty rare. Yeah, this is one of them. Is it? This is the C part. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this one's a little bit rare. I looked it up later. I was happy I got it because it looks really cool. But um, yeah, this is this is the ultimate system. This is the C component blaster. So this was the one that you would hook underneath the other blasters. So it's pretty neat. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you could like put like. Another one on top of it. It's already a big blaster and so yeah. um, just did a uh, tag back where he featured the entire system. Oh, I should look for that. I didn't I didn't know that. Because uh, Beret or somebody sent him one of the A parts that he didn't have. Oh, cool. So he featured like the entire system in his video. Well, this is part of that. And it has a switch to turn the flywheels on and off. And it, it just has a... a manually activated pusher and rotation mechanism just like a barricade holds a couple more darts though so kind of a neat thing you know i probably would have bought it because i think it looks cool but so you said this one doesn't work or it just does it does it does it, just it does use but yeah nerf darts no 
doesn't doesn't work with Nerf darts. You need to basically make a new flywheel cage for this, which is something I'm considering. I don't know about standards between Busby blasters, but if there is any semblance of a standard between flywheel blasters, I will design a drop-in modernizing kit for these, <laughs> kind of like we did for the Power Strike. I think it'd be a fun thing because this is a neat looking blaster. It's pretty pretty unique. People aren't running around with them too much because they're just you know not useful. Um, so we might do a might do a little flywheel cage system for that. Uh, Anything else in your bag of tricks there? Uh, not that I brought. I think I, I grabbed another one or two small things that I didn't think were worth bringing. But uh, the Rev Reaper is a point I should have brought up um, about bundling. So the Rev Reaper has a magazine well. The Rev Reaper magazine was not in the actual bins anywhere to be found. And there were just, there were tons of other blasters at this place, um, but there there were not any um, Rev Reaper magazines, obviously. So I just stuck a, I stuck a six clip in there. I think I found a six clip, and I was like, well, you know, you never know. You can donate them for... Who's doing the, uh, the six clip throne? I think it's Drac is trying to get a six clip throne made. Yeah, yeah. who takes donations of them. So, you know, I just stuck one in there for fun. I like to keep them in my display blasters just so they're not too big and, you know, so that the blasters can all stick next to each other, but they have something in the mag well. Uh, but stick a, stick a magazine, even if it's not the right one from there. And if you have a stock attachment point, find any old stock you might be interested that's in the bin and stick it on there. You know, it's all part of the, you know, they won't sell it anyways. They'll throw it in the trash can if it doesn't have a sticker on it because anything without a sticker, thrift stores won't sell for the most part. Um, so just attach it and do them the favor of getting it out of their inventory because they won't be able to sell the attachments anyways. So, so that's the last tip. Just a couple, just a quick rehash on that. Um, bring a screwdriver, bring a couple AA batteries, uh, check out some other shelves, uh, bundle add-ons. Uh, what did we say earlier? A couple other tips in there. Check eBay. Yeah, check eBay on your phone for prices. Um, and then one I didn't mention, uh, affluent areas tend to have pretty good products in them so if you're going to go out thrifting you might as well go to a uh, thrift store in a in a decently well-off area because you might find some non non uh non-nerf related items you might actually want for yourself like uh shoes because i'm wearing my thrifted shoes right now that i found on the same the same trip kind of you found something at one of your thrifting places that my, uh, my beautiful green cabinet yeah yeah, yeah it's nice very lovely cabinet. pairs yeah. well with the room i think it yeah. does it's actually a really nice ten dollars yeah, so also, you'll probably want to follow our Instagram page because we'll probably post some pictures yeah, of the sure. blasters. Yeah, I'll throw a Maybe picture. Maybe throw in some tips there. as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll maybe you'll see my green cabinet. Probably not. <laughs> we'll put them on your on and in your green cabinet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. We'll put a picture of the uh, the XXL super mega duper blaster. Or maybe just a picture of me with my thumbs up next to the green cabinet. There you go. <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Listen to the good. podcast to find out what is up with this cabinet. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out it's just it's just a it's just a cabinet. It's just a cabinet. <laughs> but now you know. All right, you guys have any other thrifting points you want to bring up? Uh, bring cash with you because Ooh, a lot of times, good one, good one. Thrift stores do not take credit card. That is a good one. Um, you are so right. The the nice one that we go to does not. The one that has the good selection is cash only. Although I do think they have an ATM somewhere in the building, but then you get to pay the $5 service charge or whatever. Unless you have something like USAA. So yeah. um, for those of you with USAA or people who know someone with USAA, get them to pull cash for you because they get, uh, I forget how many we get, um, we get a couple free withdrawals every 
uh, every month, where they don't they basically cover the withdrawal fees as part of the cost of USA not having ATMs. Wow. So that's a nice little thing. There are some other companies that do that. Just a general life tip: if you can have a bank that does uh, basically ATM withdrawal compensation, uh, do it. It's so useful. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely uh, carry cash because very often thrift stores, if if they uh, are not chains, then they're uh, they're mom and pop places that don't want to have to pay for the uh, the uh, transaction fees, yeah, the transaction mm-hmm. surcharges. Yeah, right on. And if you guys have any tips, I mean, you can't really comment on the podcast, but again, our Instagram. If I certainly we would be happy if you left them in a five star review. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Five-star review. By the way, you can do this at thrift stores. Yeah. Comment on our Instagram. We're going to throw up some pictures of this. So. The uh, the other thing that I, I see to be kind of common in, in some of the nursery community is, like, people will make, like, a day of it where they'll go and they'll they'll make a circuit and they have, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, known decent places to hit. So they'll, yeah. they'll block off. You should get, like, a, some chalk and, like, put it on the door, like, yeah. little symbols, like... Don't go here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little a little hidden mark for nerfers. So not to waste our time. Oh man, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah, those, those have, are the only ideas I have. We'll, we'll <laughs> just get a map of, of the Metro Detroit area. This place is okay. Stay away from this place. They have hundred dollar Vulcans. That's not a bad idea though. Star talk stickers and mm-hmm. chalk. That that's honestly is not a bad idea. I kind of like that idea. All right, so. Um, <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm going to do it, but it's a good idea. All right, guys. Uh, let's throw out a couple shout-outs. Uh, it seems like we've, uh, we've shouted out this guy uh, every time so far, but I want to give a shout-out to Beret. Uh, your 10K video literally made me laugh out loud. The way to go pouring Reese's Pieces into a low ball and then eating them like they were a 30-year-old scotch. That was hilarious. That is my kind of humor. You... Two thumbs way up, guy. <laughs> Two thumbs way up, man. Nice. His videos are really funny. Did yeah. you see the uh, Vulcan sniper video? I have not. I gotta watch that. That's one. really funny. That's great. <laughs> Wait, really? I haven't seen that one. I check it out and watch it after the podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I don't have a, a whole lot. There's um, I guess I'm gonna hit back hit back on the shop topic again with trying to grow a business, open a business, grow a business. Um, trying to immerse myself in the topics related to that so I know how to actually make proper decisions from people who've done it already. Um, I'm listening, I listen to a podcast called Made for Profit, and it's focused on woodworking. Um, they, actually, they actually do um, regular wood uh, interviews with uh, makers in general, and I feel that Nerf qualifies as makers. So we're all, we're all makers because we're just we're not, just because we're not working with wood or metal, and some of us are. But it doesn't mean that we're not making things. You know, we're out there, we're cutting, we're weld, we're soldering, we're gluing, we're forming, we're shaping, getting creative. So um, a lot of that kind of topic, uh, that uh, those topics apply to us. So, but made for profit, great podcast. Um, these guys are really professional, and you can use it as sort of a reference. Uh, you can just go back and check out old episodes if there's a topic you want to learn more about. Uh, they are always really, they always have a nugget, a tidbit, um, sometimes many tidbits and nuggets in there of useful information. So that's my uh, my shout-out pick for the day. Nice. Yeah, my shout-out is to a very special person to all of us, and that is Tom. Mm-hmm. That's right, It was Tom. his birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Tom. Should we sing happy birthday? No. No. <laughs> no. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, one you day can go when check out his back. YouTube channel underscore Solus underscore. Yeah, and wish him happy birthday uh, there. That's a great idea. Yeah, we'll link that in the description. Flood his uh, flood his last video with happy birthday wishes. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been uh, Detroit Dart Talk, episode three of our podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, we're still obviously in the learning process. This is all early, so give us some feedback. Let us know what you think because uh, we want to hear it. Uh, we've been getting some interesting uh, comments, you know, offline and uh, people talking to us, telling us what they think about it. And we are always looking to improve. So uh, hit us up in the comments or in person. Um, just let us know, and we strive to entertain. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week on Detroit Dart Talk.